after having been diagnosed, you made a choice and you talk about this like, you know, choosing to believe, choosing courage and, and choosing life. So how was this unfolding for you and then the journey, basically? Well, I think that you have to take responsibility for, like for me, I had to take responsibility for my part in what I was going through. Mm. And my, my responsibility in that was I stayed in a marriage that was, I should have left a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, your body keeps track of what happens to you, especially in your mind. And um, I had to believe as soon as I received my diagnosis that I wanted to live. I knew that mm -hmm. there was more for me to do here. And I believed that. I had no doubt. And I also believed I'm a good person. And I had no doubt. Um, yes, yes. I couldn't doubt that, you know, so I, I didn't see it as a punishment. I didn't see it as bad karma. You know, um, I saw it as, okay, I have work to do. Um, but it's imperative for any healing to happen, including the coronavirus, for all of us to believe that this will pass. This is part of life. You know, this is part of something bigger than us. You know, mm -hmm. and I had to believe that, okay, this happened to me directly, but this is not about me. This is about me acquiring the skills or sharpening, I should say, because I have had, my life has, I've had a very, very tough life when I think about it. Um, that mm -hmm. prepared me and thank God I'm appreciative of my tough life because it's because of my tough life that I was able to build my muscle of resilience my muscle of determination. Mm. And because of this, I'm I was able to look at what happened to me, my diagnosis, even my prognosis, and use that to fuel my motivation to live even more and to fine-tune the reasons why I want to live. So after having gone through the disease and healing myself, I mean, you can't heal yourself from the same environment, right? So you have to redesign or create a new environment for you to thrive and to heal. And that's mm -hmm. when I realized that, you know, this is not just about me. This is about me healing myself so that I can heal other people from cancer or from any unfulfilled and unhappy life that they're experiencing, like myself, to help people discover their own whys and live a purposeful life where they are being their best version. Because that's what I learned by having this disease, is living my authentic life, realizing that this is bigger than me, and that someone up there really believes in me and gave me the courage to really heal myself and to stand up to everyone that really was looking at me and saying, you have less than six months to live. Nobody gave me hope. I had to give myself hope. Wow. This, these are the kinds of things that you need to survive even the coronavirus, the belief that things will be fine. This is part of life. I think what happens with us is that we've been quite spoiled by thinking life is always supposed to be rosy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and that is so not true because life is full of duality. There's a left and a right, you know, there's up and down, there's darkness and light. 
And so we're going through a dark moment right now. So go along with the, you know, ride the wave. It's part of life. And that's when you realize, wow, there are really people who are not aware that this is part of life. And, you know, suffering is part of life. I mean, Buddha said that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> life is about suffering and you move on after each suffering. There is an, there's learn, the quicker you learn the lesson, the quicker mm. we can move on to something even better. So, and I feel that way about what's going on nowadays. And I felt that way when I was going through the disease is, wow, I felt like I realized the secret formula to living a free life. Yeah, uh, this is this is really really great. And you mentioned environment, and I was wondering about some of your practices, maybe that people can also do today. Like in the book, you mentioned meditation. Like, did you have some practices to to have this positive or nurture this positive mindset day by day? Would you recommend something to the listeners to to do? Yes. Yeah, so um, the you know. Veronica, before cancer, did not mm -hmm. meditate. Um, mm. I have to say my level of awareness was definitely not there. Um, I was more of a left-brainer. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I reasoned. I thought yeah. I, I was in my head a lot. And then I realized that I wasn't activating the right side of my brain. And, it, you know, I've read up on that. And um, one of my favorite authors, actually, is Daniel Pink. Um, he talks about the wow. whole mind as a whole. And I yeah. thought that's when I had an aha moment where I thought, wow, I forgot about my right brain. I forgot about my yeah. heart. So what are my daily practices that really, really keep me not only sane, um, especially during times like this, especially during the mm -hmm. time I had cancer? Um, mm -hmm. It's it's not even just sane. It's just I feel so refresh and so reset every day. Um, mm -hmm. So I do meditate. So when I wake up, I I don't jump out of my bed. Um, I think I've earned the right to stay in bed for a longer time since I had to get up <laughs> for so many years <laughs> with my kids. So I never <laughs> watch myself anymore in the morning. Um, and I stay in my bed. First thing I do in the morning is I thank God. I do a body scan where I feel like, okay, I feel really good. There's no aches and pain. Thank you, mm -hmm. God, for giving me another day. And, you know, there's my gratitude right away. And then how? what can I do, please? I am open to receiving any downloads for you to, you know, give me direction and guidance as to what I'm supposed to do to help other people today. And... Um, as soon as I'm done with that, I, you know, I journal and I meditate and I, mm. in, in my shower, I stretch, um, mm. eat and, you know, I, I drink and then I do something for my body after that. You know, I always, I love my mind, especially in the morning and late at night. Um, I think knowing how your mind and your brain works is key. Um, wow. knowing how you can get the best out of your mind and yeah. knowing also that you have nothing to give and that you're so depleted is just as important knowing how much you can give. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. 
For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.